Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Hello and welcome into another Red Out Podcast. I am your host, Devin, and we are in here in my bomb shelter trying to avoid the coronavirus tonight. Uh, so let's see. Oh, we got Matt. He's entered the studio. Hit the little phone button, Matt. Dun, dun, dun. Jared's live. Matt's, I would like to call him. Matt, are you on or Jared? It's B. Okay. Let me see if I can get Matt. He says he's, let me see if I can get him on here. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll so see if we can get right? Yeah. Oh, there he is. What's up, buddy? Hello. Hey. hey there he is. Yeah. Yeah. All Welcome right. Long time no uh, here, I guess. Listen, you, yeah, man. I missed it. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we've missed having you on. We've been trying to talk some lady top basketball, but uh, just not that good at it as you are anyway. I know, I've been listening to y'all fools. I gotta correct you and stuff. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Ross said he's gonna be a little late, and Alex has choir practice tonight, so he said he might pop in. He might not be able to. Either way, it's fine. Um, so first off, winners and losers. Uh, first off, I guess loser. The world coronavirus continues <laughs> somehow. Somehow, and I'm sorry. Wash your hands, you, you heathens. Okay. Wash your hands. The disgusting part about this is people are hoarding toilet paper. And that's the thing I don't understand. Do they think that it gives you the runs or something like that? Because if you look at the symptoms for it, that's not one of them. It's like coughing, a fever, fever. and shortness of breath, and that's yes. it. So I don't know where that's coming from, but whatever. I don't. I don't know either. But that's that's. We the live part in a society. Yes, completely agree. And the toilet, well, my wife and I went to Walmart last night, and the toilet paper situation wasn't as bad as I had seen online. Yeah. There were still brands that still had plenty of paper. Now, there were several that were gone, but it was, you know, it wasn't like like you see on the internet. So, I don't know. They're, people are stupid. Um, but with that news, I guess the NCAA is canceling uh, anybody going to March Madness, basically. Yeah. Yeah, See, I still want to go and have like a full hazmat suit on and have a sign that says "Let me in" and just stand outside of it and see what kind of national attention that gets. I mean, I don't even know if you'd need a, like a hazmat. Just get one of those gas masks, those really bad looking ones, and just stand outside with the sign. Yes. Um, I think one of my winners this week would have to be the Italian soccer player. Have you all seen this? Uh, I know someone got coronavirus, I think. Wasn't uh, well, this guy didn't get coronavirus. Oh, but then I don't know. That's the only yeah. soccer stuff I know of. And Italy has it really bad, too, so I don't know. Well, this guy, they canceled all their sporting events in Italy. So when he entered the stadium for a, for a match or whatever you want to call that, uh, there was nobody there. So he's just greeting empty seats and acting like there's hundreds of thousands of people there. It's really funny. Check it out. It's on, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, Italian soccer player, Grinded. 
greeting empty crowd, but uh, oh really yes, funny. I did see that. I did see that. Just kidding. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really funny. It's just really, really goofy. Um, and let me see. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do your really weird one real quick, Jared. Let's see. Because <laughs> I, I remember. Can I say it? Can I just do? Go it ahead. Yeah. You, you go All ahead. All right. So there was. I guess I'll just say that my loser for this week, just specifically out of everything that's happening, I'll just say Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz <laughs> because this man, I tell you. Like, they, they were talking about the Jazz's, uh, what they're doing for the COVID-19 and all that, just coronavirus precautions. And see, he thought it was like a joke, and he went and made a point to touch every single microphone that the media had in that room. And two days later, he's listed as questionable from the Jazz with an illness. So you literally can't make this stuff up. <laughs> no, you really can't. It's hilarious. Um so speaking of the COVID nineteen, the let's see, correct me if I'm wrong. Louisville's they've got a plan to start out. They're cutting out in classroom time, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, UK is is that right? I think so. I think Berea is. IU is. I saw that on the news. Um, Western ha- have they discussed it? I saw something. Yeah, but I, I can give you an update on that because okay. uh, I tweeted it out on the towel rack. Western is giving another week for spring break that will last this upcoming week. And then from the time that that's over until uh, I think April fifth is yeah, yeah is April fifth is when they're going to have face to face classes again, but they're not going to have any after that. So there's, it's going to be an extra spring break spring break for all you Western people. So enjoy it. Nice. <laughs> if there's any good way of looking at it, I mean, at least you get another week off and you have online classes now. So if you're a commuter, especially, congrats. Oh my gosh! Can you you imagine being like completely online? Man, I would have been so hyped because I remember Snowmageddon <laughs> in 2015. I think it was when we got like nine inches of snow and I didn't have class for a week. It was the greatest because <laughs> you is- can't make it up either. There's no snow days in college because once they nope. get the graduation date set, there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. Oh my gosh! One of my I think one of the worst things for me uh, going to Western was I had a professor that went to uh, that lived in Michigan. So he never missed class. Of course. Like it was snow, and you'd be like, he'd be like, well, I expect everybody there today. And you're like, what? This is but, the south. Yeah. It, you know, it, we get like a half inch of snow and everything's shut down. But You're right. Uh, Matt, do you have any winners and losers? Oh, mine are probably boring. Um, <clears throat> that's okay. Yeah, man. Um, I actually went with, you know, normal crap. Um, <laughs> sports. <laughs> That's I felt really bad for uh, San Diego State. Um, oh, all yeah. they had to do was win um, in the conference tournament, and they lose to Utah State. And they were <laughs> going to be a one seed and all this stuff, and they blow it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, felt, felt bad for them. That's my loser. Um, I really didn't have any winners, um, but I had another loser. I'd say the freaking draw for either one, the men or the women, in basketball for the conference tournament. Uh, <laughs> Um, man, yeah, Matt had got to experience the new setup. So, oh yeah, yeah. I got I got clapping. I got cheering. Oh. Any type of information that you think you deserve to press a button. Yeah, that's fancy. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, Matt, are you good? You got anything else? Yeah, man. That's it. I, that was exciting, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Completely exciting. I mean, seriously though, San Diego State. I mean, that sounds like a Western move. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, all you got to do is this, and they're like, ah, 
Let's not do that. Let's do something else. I mean, else. seriously, there could have been three mid-major one seeds, potentially. That would have been insane. That would have been really funny. They blew it. You know, that would have been really funny. Um, yeah, I feel for them, but not really. Um, so I'm going to play We're going to play a little game real quick. And oh, I am very underprepared for this game, so let's see how this works. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like uh, a remote, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, here we go. Okay, we're going to play uh, Coronavirus or the Flu. Okay? Oh, so. Okay, sorry, my Google kicked off and I didn't want it to start talking. Uh, okay, so. The symptom, stupid phone, the symptom, uh, the symptom is sore throat, flu, or the coronavirus? Flu. Good job, Jared. Uh, Headache? Flu. Good, man, you're doing good. There's only like three symptoms to the coronavirus, which that's the whole thing is that I'm like, wow, okay, I mean... The flu has a lot worse symptoms than Corona does, but yeah, yes. it's been blown out of proportions, in my opinion. Okay, um, I'll go to I'll do something a little more difficult here. Okay, um, trying trying to find my stats. Here we go. Okay, uh, percent death rate. Uh, well, let's not do that one. Sorry, that's got something else in there. All right, this is really well prepared. I'm just saying. Where did my little chart go? Oh, God, I hate you. World <laughs> Health Organization crap. Y'all, your website sucks, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So basically, what I was going to try and find was um, there was a stat, and it had anybody over the age of 80 had like a 11% chance of death, or 21% chance, I think. Hmm. So that's what I was going to go to next. But everybody else is like 0.1, 0.8. And if you had like cardiovascular, respiratory illness, or uh, diabetes, apparently, is another one, you're, you're, the rate of uh, mortality increases. And I was like, that's okay. Well, that's Corona, yes. right? Yes, that was coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Of course, the flu is, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing that kills me is flu illnesses are about 49 million annually. They do medical visits about 23 million annually. Hospitalizations about 620,000. And the flu annually kills about 52,000 people. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm just saying. See, do you want my take? Take your, This is, this is what I think about all of this. Like, for those of you that, this is probably most of the people listening to the podcast, but for those of you in, like, the central part of Kentucky, like, around Franklin or Bowling Green, Cape City, of course, where you're at, Devin, and just kind of like this whole area of Kentucky. We don't have anything to worry about unless, especially if you don't know many people that have been traveling internationally. Like if you just kind of stay at home, maybe go to work or school and then come home, you're not going to get coronavirus. You're just not, especially if you wash your hands and take care of yourself like a person with normal hygiene would. You have a, in Kentucky, you have a better I'm chance sorry. of your house getting swallowed up by a sinkhole than you do coronavirus, honestly. I mean, we live on top of the largest cave system in the world, and that's probably more likely to happen in, if you live at home and you just go to work and then come home and not really socialize much or fly internationally much. You're not going to get it that much. 
that's the, that's the, that's what I think about all of this is that as long especially in Franklin. I live in Franklin. There's like maybe eight thousand people in the city here. Maybe a few more in the county. I think it's like eleven, twelve thousand people in Simpson County for whatever reason. But <laughs> in, in my opinion, I mean, we don't have anything to worry about here. I mean, there might be people that have gone off somewhere, who had gone to an airport or some place where it may have been at. Heck, where I work at in Starbucks. I mean, there's been a case in Nashville of someone at Vanderbilt that has the coronavirus, and some of the customers that come in, I talk to them and like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'd be like, "I'll oh, just going to work." I'd be like, "Oh, where's work?" I'd be like, "Working in the ER in Vanderbilt." So, I mean, there is those kind of connections <laughs> that exist, but guess what? I wash my hands after I interact with people like that, and it's not that big of a deal. The only people who should really worry are the elderly people. Like, the older you are, the more chance that it has to really affect you. So that's the main thing is just be mindful. If you go see someone that's older, like a parent, grandparent, just wash your hands before you go see them. That's just the moral of the story is wash your hands, really. That's my thing is, is if people treated this like a really bad flu outbreak, I think we'd be better off. Yeah, honestly. Just wash your hands, you nasty people. And, (laughs) I mean... It's it, my wife and I. We had to take uh, Abby, my daughter. She's she, she's six weeks today. We had to take her to the doctor last week. I know the math is off for her month appointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a sign at the th- at the doctor, and it says, "Have you been out of the country, or do you know someone who has been outside of the country?" First off, if you do that six degree thing, you have no idea who's been outside the country and who has. You know. I don't, I don't know, you know, I've run into Joe Schmo and they could have just shook hands with somebody who got off a plane from China or somewhere else. I'm not just saying China, Italy or wherever, you know, they could have just got off the plane. Who knows? I don't have a clue. You know, I mean, as long as they're not licking that person's palms, I don't really have a problem with it, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, just be smart. I mean, and I, I I completely feel like the media has blown everything out of proportion, Um, but I will refer to what is that guy's name? I can't think of his name, but he's the YouTube doctor. Just watch some of his stuff. He's really informative on a lot of stuff, and it, it he's got a lot of good stuff. But anyway, um, actually, well, I'm going to skip over this. I was going to say if you've ever seen the movie Surrogates, that's kind of what I feel like we're going to. No, do you know the movie Surrogate? I mean, I've seen the movie Outbreak. Surrogate is a movie where everybody has their own personal robot that goes out into the world. See, that and they all cool. stay at home. No, you stay at home cool. and you control your robot that's out in the world doing your job and you never go outside. I'm like, good gosh. Uh, it, it's an awful movie, but it's got Bruce Willis and it's kind of funny. Um, but anyway, uh, so some quick news. Uh, Paige Briggs and Lauren Matthews are going to be joining the USA Volleyball Pop Pipeline, the collegiate national team. That was told Sweet. today. That was told right before we started. Um, and so congratulations to you ladies. Looks like uh, softball won their series against MTSU. Uh, so then they played them on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, don't have the scores in front of me. They also beat Belmont, and they lost to UT Arlington 4-5 to on the 10th. Uh, let's see. They will be playing North Texas for the 13th to the 15th, and then they'll be playing Tennessee Tech on the 18th. Uh, baseball went 2-1 and one against Purdue. 
That's and then good. on well, Sunday, this is what kills me. On Sunday, they lost one to nineteen. Like I, what I guess the, it just kind of burned out. <laughs> I mean, did they run out of pitchers? Everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, did they, ever, they ran out of pitchers, I guess, and just put it on a tee. Yeah, I mean, I mean they won the series, so I mean, give them a break. I mean, yeah, I'm giving them a break, but it was just, I was, uh, I, I don't remember, I was doing something with um, Abby, just changed her, doing whatever, and all of a sudden I got the alert from the WKU app, and I was like, 19 to 1? 19 to 1? I think I could yeah. even, you know, I'm not going to say I could do better, but anyway. Yeah, I definitely uh, not. Yeah, I definitely couldn't. Lost to Kentucky four to ten no. on the tenth. So that was yesterday. Yeah, that sucks. That gum cats. Them cats. <laughs> uh, <the laughs> UAB series uh, is going to be the thirteenth to the fifteenth. So this will come in weekend, and then they'll play Austin P on the seventeenth. So that's next Tuesday. Uh, so check those games out. All right, so we're finally in the meet. Uh, since we got the Lady Topper Guru here, uh, looks like Lady Tops beat Charlotte on the fifth, and they beat La Tech on the seventh, and then they will be jumping into uh, Conference USA play. Uh, they will be playing. Is that tomorrow? Yeah, is that right? right? Two o'clock. Mm-hmm. They'll be playing tomorrow at two o'clock. It's on ESPN Plus. So if you're being quarantined, I guess you can watch it. Um, and then, if you pay four ninety nine a month. Yeah, if you pay the if you pay for it, uh, WKU is a three seed. Uh, they will be playing either North Texas or Charlotte. Uh, it Matt, just, it just went. It's it's already final. They're going to be playing Charlotte. So oh, well, stupid BG Daily News. You need to update your crap. Um, <laughs> Call <so>. out. <laughs> Maybe you should follow the towel rack, Devin. Yes, I should. I should pay more attention to the towel rack. Is what it is. <laughs> follow the towel rack for more news and articles and stuff. Um. Yes, they will be playing Charlotte. I think my dumbass wrote that down in my notes, and I just forgot to read it. Anyway, uh, so they'll be playing Charlotte. Uh, so, Matt, what do you think of the matchup against Charlotte? Uh, yeah, well, okay, we've played them uh, twice already this year, and we have handled them. Um, we beat them on the road in a really tight game. Is really good. Um, this last one... Um, was it was tighter than the score said, but it was seventy-one to sixty. Um, I think I, I don't remember. I didn't pull it up, but I think in the first half we were down. Um, yeah, we were down at halftime, um, and then we blew them, blew them out in the third quarter, and then pulled away. Um, I think Charlotte is. Um, I mean, they're very good. They're top uh, sixty-two, I think, in the country. Uh, I think they're 62nd in the country in the RPI. So for the Lady Tops to win the championship, they're likely going to have to beat um, three top 60 teams. Um, so because uh, they got Charlotte, and then they're likely to get Old Dominion, who's 33rd, and then they either get Middle or Rice, who are both top 55. So uh, it's going to be a tough road unless there's some upsets somewhere. But so far they get Charlotte. And it's tough to beat a team three times uh, in one season, but honestly, they're playing really well right now. Um, and I wouldn't bet against them. And uh, I feel decent about it. Okay, that's good. So if you had to bet Western would beat North Te- or uh, Charlotte, sorry, if Western beat Charlotte or you got the coronavirus, which one would be more likely? 
Uh, well, definitely beating Charlotte, man. Um, okay. I mean, if Jared's talking about, well, I live in Franklin, so there's no chance I'm going to get Corona. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. If I, I get coronavirus, it's going to be because of my work, not because anyone I talk to in Franklin can touch it. You know, okay, first off, I never really watched this show, but uh, that reminds me of, uh, I just saw this part on Cheers on Netflix. There's just a little clip it scene, and this guy's sitting there drinking a beer, and they're like, oh, so what do you do? And he goes, oh, I work at the university, and I clean up uh, the hazardous waste and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. He's like, yeah. And he leaves, and, you know, I've seen you blah, 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 blah. And they wipe down the whole damn bar as soon as he leaves, and they're spraying shit and everything. That's what I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna walk into the Rivergate Starbucks and they're gonna be like, "Hey, what do you do? Oh, I work with uh, the people who have coronavirus." Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, cool. How's that going for you? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, do we know who's playing Old Dominion yet? Uh, let's see. I've got it pulled up here. Okay. Um, let's see. The girls. Old Dominion plays UTEP. Uh, Ooh, UTEP okay. Mate. Yeah, uh, so two verse seven. Um, UTEP is decent. They haven't done as well in conference, but they were. It's kind of like the men. They, um, yeah, they're a pretty decent team. Um, definitely not somebody to sneeze at. But I would expect. Like I feel like on both sides, the men and the women, there's about three teams that are really dominant. Yeah, um, and well, and on the women, really, there's there's a few more. Um, Charlotte and Middle, and well, UAB lost to La Tech, which is interesting. They were a 12 seed. Oh wow! Um, so 12 seed La Tech goes to play Middle. So um, <clears throat> uh, that is yeah. a crazy loss there, though. Seriously, honestly, yeah. that's Conference USA in a nutshell. Though I feel like the same thing yeah. is going to happen either tonight or tomorrow with some type of ridiculous upset in the men's mm-hmm. brackets. So, like when Middle lost yeah. to Southern Miss when they were nationally ranked. They could have been mm-hmm. such a good seed in the NCAA tournament and, and peed down their leg, and it was beautiful. As long as it's not us, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, on the men's side, I think it's wide open, but I know we're talking yeah. about women. Um, yeah, no, you're fine. I Go expect, ahead. I mean, I would expect, now that UAB is out, I would expect one of the top four, for sure, to win. I mean, they really are top-loaded. Um, yeah. In in the women, I mean, you've got including UAB, you had six teams in the top 100 in the RPI. And then yeah. there's like a huge gap down to like 180 or something to the next team in conference. So I mean, you just look at the quality over the whole season. Those top four teams are really really good. Like could beat anyone in the country. And then the other ones are um, they're just very average conference USA teams. So. Um, I think it's going to be one of those four. Uh, so, okay. So I, I think I, I, I think most of you will you probably agree that Rice will probably make it to the finals, right? I would definitely put money on that because they're pretty I solid so. team. Yeah. Um, they that Mokey lady is unstoppable. They got their stuff together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ross. What's up, buddy? Hey, I didn't know when to interject into here. So. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, that – yeah, the – the twelve foot girl for rice, she's just amazing. And Nancy Mulkey, I think's her name. And well, in the the guard, didn't she just win Player of the Year again? So like, there's two headed monsters. Yeah, the two headed yeah. monsters, ridiculous. So I mean, mm-hmm. 
just hope we can get them in the finals, and that's enough to push us into the tournament at large. Because I don't have that much faith. Of, I mean, Raneem, I, I mean, Matt, you know, I saw him play last year in Frisco. Raneem is great, but she just doesn't match up against. She's not as athletic as uh, Mulkey is. So, yeah, I actually didn't get to see it or listen to it uh, this year. I mean, they were saying, uh, and Brett Williams, um, he was saying that she actually did fine against her. I don't know. But I know um, it, it's it's a lot more difficult for her for some playing somebody six seven with skill. Um, yeah. Regardless, so I think it is tough. Um, but I do think Western is just as hot as Rice is. I mean, Rice was undefeated for a while and they've lost a couple games lately. So I think the door's open. Um, but I definitely like you. I'm I'm watching the bubble because I kind of expect they're gonna probably lose to either Old Dominion or Rice. And I'm hoping it's Rice and they get lucky. But, you know, I've been watching the bubble watch and uh, there's been some, it was looking okay. And then there was a couple today that were just uh, real kicks in the gut. Um, they, uh, Central Michigan lost in the quarterfinals of the MAC um, and they were supposed to be a nine seed. No oh, wow. Western beat them by 30 um, at home. Um, and so it's kind of a double whammy. It hurts us because of our resume kind of makes that a weaker win and they may be fighting on the bubble with us. So who knows how the committee's going to look at that. Um, but I just, I've seen trouble the last couple of days and I, I think we need to win the championship to be sure. I've, yeah, I, I think to, uh, kind of shut everybody up, I definitely agree. You gotta, you gotta win out and, Beating rice is not going to be something to sneeze at or cough at. So, um, you see what I did there? Okay. Uh, um, yeah, there's it's. I'm I'm going on a lot of lack of sleep right now. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you are. So it's gonna. So there's gonna be a lot of coronavirus jokes. So, I actually side story just because I know I'm gonna go off anyway. But anyway, um, so my wife is friends with a girl she went to high school with. And she is Asian, okay? I kid you not. This happened a few weeks ago, or a week or three, anyway. So um, they're going through the mall here in Elizabethtown, and literally she's walking with her son, who is obviously also Asian. They walk by this white couple, or this white lady and her daughter. The white lady grabs her daughter by the mouth, bop, and pulls her to the other side of the aisle to avoid them. I was like, are you kidding me? That is wow. so ridiculous. That's really? the world we live in, man. It's sad. <laughs> and then the, the whole toilet paper thing. I just don't understand yes. people. I, I don't either. Don't. I really don't understand people. They're, I really think people are retarded. But anyway, uh, very stupid. I'll say that. But anyway, so. Uh, that's a, that's so offensive, the, Devin. I know, right? I was trying not to be offensive. Um, so Western... Uh, definitely has to win out. Um, the game will be at 2 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN+. Plus. If they win, they will play the winner of ODU and uh, you said UTEP, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so probably betting on an ODU win, uh, in, in my book anyway. And it looks like okay. Western has lost one the last one they played to ODU, uh, and it was 76 to 65, sorry. I would go say, ahead. Um, what I would say is there's two, there are two different teams now. 
Um, yeah. Dominion has really slipped the last few weeks and lost several games. Oh, wow. Uh, they were standing at one loss, uh, I think, in February, um, mid-February. So now all of a sudden they've lost a few games, and um, I definitely think they're beatable. They're really well coached and all that, and they've got some talent, and they've got a lot of talent. Um, but I think Western's playing as well as anybody in the conference, and I would slightly favor them. But, I mean, it's really just a total coin flip with those two. So it okay. would be a really good matchup. I think I agree with you. I think if we shut the big girl down, uh, down low, I think Western has a definite shot of beating them. So, uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, so did Conference USA shut the doors as far as people go into it? No, it's still open. Really? They, uh, that, so I just saw a tweet. A crowd of more than a thousand. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I just yeah. saw uh, I just saw a article posted by Brett Vito of the Denton Record Chronicle that uh, Elliot Pratt retweeted. Basically, they met today and they're determining what their course of action. So I'm guessing there you know there's games going on today and tonight. You know that's how we'll find out who wins UB, UAB and UTSA. But I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow they uh, announce that they're not going to let fans in anymore. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it couldn't be more than two or three thousand fans period unless north texas actually embraces their team this year so which probably won't happen my uh, thing is is a if you're not within six feet of a person you're fine so if they take those 23 people and just make them sit like four or five seats apart shouldn't it be i mean it should be fun right it should I mean, be theoretically yeah <laughs> but i mean it was like what i tweeted after the ncaa made the announcement that the ncaa tournament's not going to have any fans it's like well now everyone will get to know what it's like to be in conference usa welcome <laughs> to the club <laughs> yeah hey, no kidding. i mean fiu i think might win the national championship if they make it in because they will be the most they would definitely no yeah. fans present <laughs> they would definitely have an advantage. So if they were to somehow get in and win the conference tournament yeah. and then get an they play in the give them an at home all the time Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, there's Devin, yeah, Devin. There's you. There's you. A death joke, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, their arena is quiet as a tomb. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> couldn't I couldn't help myself. Okay, um, so okay, we're going to men, the men's side of things. Uh, the men beat FIU ninety-one eighty-five on the seventh. Uh, so they are. We're in tournament right now, obviously. Uh, they play game seven at 8.30, uh, so that's tomorrow night. Am I right? Yeah, yeah March. Yeah. I can't eight, read. It, it 8.30 says Central, 9.30 Eastern, yeah. Yeah, it says on the top of the little graphic, Thursday, March 12th at 8.30. So if I just read stuff. Uh, it's on Stadium, so you check it out there. Uh, do uh, Who are we got? Uh, UAB and UTSA, the winner of. Okay, so they play tonight. Uh, that is central time, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically when our podcast gets finished here, uh, they will be uh, – we'll, we'll, well, we'll, they'll, the game will start. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just – yeah, Abby woke up at like 2 o'clock, didn't go back to bed till 4, and she was up at 6. So. Dad life. Oh, hashtag yes. Um so let's just kind of go around and let's see what everybody thinks. Uh, who are we going to play first off? Uh, I'll go to you, Ross, and then uh, our chances, and then the next round, who do we play? Um, 
Ross, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with UAB. They've been the much more consistent team. Uh, you know, UTSA has basically been all Jackson, just jacking up shots. I was quick aside. I mean, I was very happy that he didn't win Player of the Year, just being a ball hog and just throwing up shots all the time. I mean, you know, I think basically Hollingsworth, if he would have hit that free throw last week would have won it, but I, I don't have any real complaints about Hamlet winning it over Hollingsworth. Just happy that Jackson didn't win it. Uh, you know, Levin, um, you know, Mac Targay, I think UAB will take care of business, and, you know, we've got a revenge match right off the bat to start off tomorrow night. That's my guess. And then if, if that happens, you know, then we play. I would I'd be shocked if it's not Louisiana Tech in the semis. So, Completely agree. Jared, what do you think, bud? See, I I don't really feel like that way. I'll say not so fast to that. I think that the UTSA, I think they will play a stronger game than UAB will. Bless you. All right. It's like coronavirus I've got. That's what it is. Oh, man. But I think that UTSA will pull it off. I still think that Jackson and Wallace are talented enough that they'll show up for at least one game in the conference tournament and be able to catch UAB off and at least advance to the next round to play us. Of course, third time, you never know what's going to happen. I would love to say that we would win that game, but anything is possible. I still don't really know how I feel about (laughs) Western entering the conference tournament because... I mean, as much as I would want them to have fresh legs and to be able to come out and play really strong, we've seen games where they just didn't look like they had it together. But thankfully, the, if the latter part of the season is an indicator of what we'll get in Frisco, I think that this is going to be okay. I mean, outside of losing to Charlotte, but they were making the most ridiculous shots possible, like just one shot after another after another. So I think that we would have a shot against UTSA again. But looking at the conference outside of that, I mean, like you said, Ross, going up against Tech, that's going to be really tough. And if we were to somehow beat them for like the third time this season and advance again, that's another really, really interesting matchup that we could end up with. So uh, I'm really concerned, I'll be honest. I was, I don't know what to think. As much as I think that Western could get to a conference championship again, I don't want them to go because I feel like they'd lose for a third time and then my heart would be broken and I would just be really sad. So, we'll I would, no, I mean, I, here's my quick <laughs> thoughts before Matt's gets, A, you want to enjoy, regardless what happens, you want to enjoy at least one more day of basketball, even if it, you get screwed at the end. But B, any, I think the results range for Western can be anywhere from losing tomorrow night to winning the whole thing. And they could... Any step of the way. I, I mean, I don't think it doesn't matter who we play or whatever. Our margin for error, the lack that we don't, the fact that we don't blow people out, and the fact that we don't have depth. I mean, obviously we have talent. I think getting uh, Rawls and Justice going during that last game against FIU is huge. Let's hope that pertains to like a big end of the year finish for them because I think that was the that was the main reason we lost in North Texas game the previous week because we just you got to get consistent production from everybody. You can't just lean on a Hollingsworth or a Carson yeah. Williams or whoever. All, all six rotation players have to have to get double figures. And then, you know, Cozart's got to buy us minutes, and Stansberry's got to play Gambro a couple minutes just to give these guys a break, too, if we're up big. So that's, you know, that's kind of my thoughts on, on where it's at. And, I'll, you know, Matt can throw his two cents in. 
You're up, man. Um, what do you got, buddy? Okay, here's my two cents. Um, okay. I hope it's more okay, than two cents. Sorry, it was just two. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, so I, I look at UAB, UTSA. I think it's a, and that's a coin flip to me. I mean, UTSA, you never know what you're going to get. Um, earlier in the year, they beat they beat North Texas. They beat somebody and blew them out. Um, it's one of the better teams. I don't know if it's La Tech or whatever. Um, but they have the ability to beat anybody. Um, and I would also say if they do make it past UAB, Jackson's probably going to be pissed off about um, not getting player of the year and not getting respect and all that kind of stuff, even though obviously Tavion didn't win either. Um, but I think he's going to be trying to prove that he's the best player. That'd be interesting to see what he does. Um, I'd probably pick UAB by a little bit, but I wouldn't be shocked about UTSA being there. Um, and the way I look at how Western is playing and everything, the last uh, several games – the, the last two losses we had, um, extraordinary things had to happen for us to lose. Um, the North Texas um, was a total battle, and we just couldn't make free throws, and that was one of the first games of the year that we shot that horrible from free throws. I mm-hmm. uh, also didn't get a lot of good calls there. And then Charlotte, a team that doesn't really shoot well, shot over 50% and made a bunch of threes and all this stuff, and we only lost by two. So to me, I think I think we're playing pretty well. Um, what sucks, I think, is the draw because I think everybody on our side is not a great matchup. Um, one thing I'll say, I know y'all are saying I pretty much guarantee you La Tech is going to be in the semis. I would say watch out for Marshall because Marshall's been playing really well lately. They're really young, and they've been getting exponentially better the whole year. So watch and out. They be, and they did beat Tech uh I guess before bonus play, you know, when Tech came here okay. the first time, yeah, they beat them in their one matchup. So, well, there you go. So I, I would just watch out for Marshall before you just, you know, put put the sharpie in on the semifinals for La Tech. Well, and, and even in that mode, UTEP is as talented as anybody. It's that's the, the, you're dang right on the on the whole this this whole side it's of the a bracket. Crap draw this whole side yeah. sucks. <laughs> there's, I'd, say, there's, I'd say we'll be. Go ahead, man. No, I'm just yeah. It's it's crazy because it's you have a bunch of underachieving teams, and you have you know losing a tech who's by the computers the best team in the conference. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I would say um, I would say that I will be scared of each of these first two games, and then when we get to the championship, I feel pretty good about whoever we play as long as it's not FIU. But then the whole like, depth I feel, thing I feel is good against when, whoever. If we were to get to the side. conference title game, that's the other issue, though, is the depth. Like, how fresh are the legs going to be for our players? Are they just going to oh, kind of true. fizzle out the way that they did against Old Dominion last year? They just completely shut our offense down. They just forced us to shoot a bunch of threes, and, of course, we weren't a good three-point shooting team at all. But, yeah, I agree with what you said, Ross, especially with Cam Justice and Rawls. And I would throw Savage in there, too, is that they need to play at a high level in one game, not just spared out, because they, they definitely need it, especially Justice. If we don't have consistent play from Justice in either of these games, I think that that could be the end of this season, because he, when he's shooting well, he's one of the main factors for this team, and Stansberry makes such a big deal out of him and his leadership on the court, and he does all these other things. His presence out there is what's so important. Yeah, wow. exactly. Like Stans was called in. Wow, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. He makes such a big deal out of it. So I want to actually see him show up because 
I mean, other than that, I mean, if he shows up and be the becomes the hero for this tournament and helps his team kind of get to where they need to go, then he'll be remembered as an amazing addition to this team. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, it's just been kind of flippy floppy and not very consistent play from him, which is frustrating as a grad transfer. Okay, so besides Western, let's say Western gets knocked out. Who are the final two teams? Oh, Ross, I'll go with you first. I'm going to go with Tech, and I will say on the other side, I'm going to go with an upset and go with uh, Mets. I'm going to go with Charlotte coming out of the other side. They're arguably the hottest team in the uh, in the league That's right true. now, even though they got blown out by blown out by Tech in the last game. But I think that defense travels and defense will cover up a lot, and that's why I like. I'm going to go with Charlotte as the upset on the other side. Okay, uh, Jared, what what do you think, Wood? Honestly, I don't know. Just give me freaking UTEP and Rice. I don't even care anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> well, Rice, Rice isn't even in it, Jared. So they already yeah. lost. Oh, they are, no, they are. Yeah, they're they're okay. Yeah. Never mind. They're down seven at the half. So all right, I believe in the Owls. It's going to be like the 11 seed versus the 12 seed because screw any type of logic that this conference has. <laughs> Matt, what do you think, buddy? Um, man. Uh, I really, I have a tough time going against La Tech. Um, so I, I say that's an easy one if Western's not there. Um, and then on the other side, I'm going to go with, I really like FIU. Um, they've got, they've got guys that can shoot. They've got a guy that can score 16 or 17 a game. They've got the big guy that like. It leads the nation in blocks and shoots like 70% from the floor, and he can shoot free throws. Um, they're a really good team, and uh, especially if everybody gets quarantined, they're going to be right at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, I, I will agree. Um, honestly, I can definitely see Marshall uh, playing La Tech and Marshall meeting Western in that uh, semifinal there. Mm-hmm. Um I know that fun, maybe a fun play. fact about Tech is they always choke. They haven't been in the tournament since '91, even though they've had some good teams. So, you know, let's hope beating, we don't beating a, Yeah, beating a curse is always hard. So maybe that we've got that going for us. So, yeah. So, um, I definitely can see Western making it to at least the semis. Um, but and and out of the other side, I could see um, I could see North Texas and Charlotte and Charlotte coming on through. Uh, but We'll just have to see. Uh, the game is tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. on Stadium. I'm going to uh, be so burning the oil watching this game. I hope it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but you'll be in the same boat as everybody else. We'll see, I guess, as far as uh, if everybody's going to be there or if nobody's going to be there, if it's just the curtain. Uh, but If we, we win on, if we win on uh, tomorrow, then Friday, I think it's 3.30 Central. So if Western wins the – let's say Western wins a conference, uh, do you steal the curtain? Do you just take it home with you and pack it in your bag? Honestly, that's a pretty big curtain, and I'm not really sure what you would do with it. Uh, I mean – I just picture a little Jared know. trying to carry it off. I just, yes. That makes me happy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that would be so great. Yeah. 
Like I would be underneath it, and you just see a little bitty lump out of this little black, <laughs> this huge black mass. That would be great. Oh my gosh. Um, so I do have some questions. Let me pull up Facebook here because I'm, I almost forgot those. Let's see. We had some Twitter out. questions too. Okay. Uh, let me pull up Twitter. Let me yeah, pull there up. There was one Twitter. that somebody messaged your account too. I saw that. If you forget it, I know who's. No, I, I know who it is. Yes. Yeah, All right. Father. I was making sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my father who sent that. So. Oh. Uh, shout out, Dad. <laughs> um, I, I assume there was some type of relation in that. Yeah, since we got into it the week before, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, here we go. All right. Hmm. Okay, this is, so this is killing me. I know, right? I'm so good at being productive and staying ahead of this, making sure I get the. Oh gosh, I hate this. Come on, Facebook, get this crap together. Miss well, no, there we go. Inbo- uh, no. Well, okay. So anyway. Okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> I've got the the ones from the tower rack after we subtweeted you. If you need it, so. Yeah, go ahead if you don't mind. All right, we will start off with NTSN. Uh, actually, I really like this guy on Twitter. He's the North Texas fan that actually interacts with us all the time. Yeah. And uh, he had a couple good questions. First, are y'all bringing the same amount of fans or more as last year? I think no. I mean, Matt, what what do you think on that? Well, I mean, because of Corona stuff, I mean, now people are probably going to be afraid they're going to cancel. But I would say less anyway. Um, I think you've got a portion of people that are probably tired of um, hoping, and uh, they're not really confident in the team. And, um, you know, you got six players, all that, plus all the – health fears so i say no way and i think you know third year going there too so like i think people like you and i last year went probably people went the first year it's the newness is kind of worn off so yeah i I mean we were we usually travel better than almost anybody in the conference but yeah i'm not expecting a huge crowd this year but we'll have a decent show okay here's a good one too so do you guys believe there should be a rotation for the tournament between locations, and where would you put them? And he put in quotations, not Birmingham. So, uh, Jared, where would, you, uh, where would you like to see some potential locations, and would you like a rotation for the Conference USA tournament? I mean, honestly, yeah. I think it would be a good idea just to see if the sales do a little better for different locations. Of course, I've always been one of those people that has vouched for either Nashville or Memphis, somewhere in Tennessee. I think that's a good kind of centered location. But, I mean, of course, with the way that the conference is, it is pretty ridiculous <laughs> and, and how far apart everyone is. I think Memphis would be a good place to do it at, preferably in a basketball arena. I think that would be an amazing venue. If we could get that for the Conference USA Basketball Tournament, a basketball venue, that would be insane. <laughs> Although, I mean, you guys said that the curtain and all that wasn't bad. And, I mean, it is new facilities and all that, so I could believe that. But that's just a little gripe that I have is that I wish it was in a place that was kind of designed for basketball. Although I liked Municipal Auditorium in Nashville for the OBC tournament. I thought that that worked out really well. And that's kind of a good place. That would be cool if we could did, do it Did there. you ever go there, Jared? Uh, isn't that place kind of a dump now? Yeah, the seats are terrible. I will say that. <laughs> They're not very comfortable at all. But... I mean, if you could get it on like Vanderbilt's campus or even – yeah, yeah or you even Belmont. Belmont or Lipscomb's where there's like, you know, you're going to have 5,000 fans and that's all you really yeah. need. 
I mean, I think it would be better to have it in a smaller venue that's going to be sold out with maybe 5,000 people than one that's going to be kind of big and looks so empty and dead like did, it has. Did any of you all go to Birmingham? I went, like, uh, oh, yeah. Ray Harper's last game. And, yeah, it was it was so cavernous and everything else. So, But I think, you know, I'm with you guys, like Nashville, Memphis. You know, you think about the biggest fan bases in, in Conference USA. It's us. Marshall, uh, you know, I think La Tech, yeah, you make it drivable somewhere like that. Uh, I mean, even like somewhere like, I don't know, somewhere weird like Jackson, Mississippi, that's not a million miles away, but it's kind of in the middle. I think that's like a good compromise. So I I think a uh, Memphis and Atlanta, you know, bigger area. Atlanta would be a good one. Yeah, Old Dominion, Charlotte. Get your Florida school. Marshall. Yeah, since we had the screw-up last week on Podbean, thanks a lot, guys. Um, <laughs> didn't we talk about this, Jared? Wasn't this last week or was it the week before we talked about Yeah, different- I mean, I had my whole spiel that was like, I think that was when you were attending to your baby that I was complaining. That <laughs> I had this whole great spiel about why we needed to have it somewhere else. <laughs> And no one will get to hear that, so what a shame. But, I mean, yes. the condensed version is – I think it would be good to rotate it. And I think if you had places like Memphis and, like you said, Mississippi, maybe Atlanta, places like that. But Nashville, I mean – Yeah. We need a new commissioner more than anything else. I'm tired of Judy, and it's not going to grow as a conference under her anymore. That's just my two cents. My, okay, so let me let me back up a little bit because Jared kind of touched on something, and I think it's hilarious. Um so m- last week, after we had our debacle, I didn't even realize it till the uh, the show was over. Um, but right in the middle of the show, my wife sends me a text and says, "I need your help." So I go downstairs, and the baby has exploded all over her, like mm-hmm. literal poo has just yeah, she got shot basically. And so I had to been clean- there. I had to try and clean her up. Not, not my wife took care of herself. I had, I got the baby, got her cleaned up. So I had Abby on the show having a fit for a few minutes. But it was, uh, it was, uh, it was really, it was really bad. Um, so in some ways, I hate that we missed Jared's little rant about moving uh, the uh, conference play around. But at the same time, it's, it's one of those where it was like, man, nothing was going right last week. So, uh, but, um, so. Uh, did everybody get to answers just so in case of the mad answer? Basically, I mean, I basically the Atlanta. I like what about having it at campus sites? Like separate the men and the women. I don't know if you do the number one seed or whatever, but pick a destination and rotate to places that would support it. And um, yeah. I think you'd have way more attendance. It'd be more exciting atmospheres, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, looking at the ASUN and Liberty. Like, they hosted their conference tournament, and that place was absolutely sold out. They were going nuts, and they got to see their team punch their bid in for the tournament and get 30 wins in a season. So that could be an idea, is that whoever gets to the conference championship is whoever hosts it. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's logistics, and that's we're cheap. That's probably the biggest problem behind that. But, I mean, this year, like, if it was in the Super Pit or Frisco, what's the difference? Yeah, and what if it was in Diddle, though, and we hosted a conference championship? Imagine what that environment could look like. Oh, I mean, it, we did it in the Sun Belt. What was it, like 2002 or three? Yeah, Matt, it was a, yeah. That was back before I was born. Maybe was, three. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when you do that, I mean, even MTSU back in the day, I think that game that Courtney Lee broke his hand or something. and yeah. uh, 
I was that, that was a that was campus a big sites. one. Yeah, it's it's when you do the campus sites, it's a great idea. You just better hope you're like your uh, host city does not like when UAB when we knocked out UAB it pretty much killed the any chance of the finals being worth the damn but no. I mean it's not like the atmosphere is great anyway as is I mean we went to the championship last year and what there's maybe uh, maybe like 30 ODU fans so maybe yeah, yeah that's my thing I would like I'm sitting here thinking I, it wouldn't be bad to do like a split so you'd have it like in Denton and then have it in Bowling Green because we would be the one and the two. And then when whoever was the top seed, they would get the bid to go. You get what I'm saying? So like if Western won out, they, the, everybody else would finish in Bowling Green. Does that make sense? Uh, but at the same time, if Western lost, then the atmosphere is as dead as the coronavirus right now. I mean, yeah, unless you got Middle or Marshall, which might, which might be okay. But it's... The thing is, and we can get into this discussion, that tweet I had last night, and that, you know, our league is just weird because we have a bunch of schools that actually put in a lot more resources than our former conferences, but no one's really consistent ever. So, like, you know, you look at who who was the top four pods last year. We're the only team back. You know, two years ago, middle was world beaters, and now they're, they, you know, can't even win ten games. It, there's just it's so hard to have consistency in our league and the programs like in the OVC like Belmont or whatever you basically have to just beat you know one other really good team every year and you're you know so it's it's you know those days where it's like Conference USA like no one thinks of Louisiana Tech as like a world beating program but they're consistently twenty to twenty two wins every season that's hard to you know overcome and it's kind of kind of what's made it it's this last decade so hard and, and frustrating. Completely agree. Uh, so let me go to my uh, father's question. Um, will WKU stick with our men's basketball coach or will he be canned as of yet? He has not made it to the big dance and the inability to create a bench has been a major issue as well as inconsistent defense in crucial times has been a problem. Uh, will WKU keep him, or will he be fired? Oh, that's a fun question. Can I he's okay. back. He's back next year, regardless. I yeah. think so too, Jared. Do uh, you think so? Yeah, I mean, even if we don't get to the NCAA tournament, Stansberry still has plenty of excuses, especially with this year saying that Bassie was out. <laughs> even though they still have done really good without excuses him, still right. got to twenty. Yeah, they still got to twenty wins. He's got plenty of those. But just looking at his past four years that he's been here, it has been – he's done a lot of the things that he said he was going to do. Like he started the whole sellout deal thing, trying to sell the program back to the fans and get sellout games. It happened. But and now then, it's getting stale. <laughs> yeah. it's We've all been showing up. We've all been doing our job. We're ready for you to do yours and get us back into an NCAA tournament because you've had plenty of chances. You've been the best recruiter that this program has ever seen. You've landed a five-star recruit, four-star recruits, plenty of three-star recruits. You've gotten all these Mr. Kentucky basketballs. It's time you do something with it. If you See, as much as he can use the excuse that Kenny Cooper wasn't eligible this year or Bassie got hurt, just think if he didn't run off some of these other guys that were on his roster that could have provided more depth. Think if he didn't try to go after all these people with all these eligibility issues like all these other grad transfers that he's had to deal with before. And then, of course, the other big thing is looking at how he retains the roster. I mean, there's so many been 
so many other players that have left that would have been such good additions like Tolu Smith or Merrick Nelson or players like that that would have stepped up a lot this season and helped this team get to their potential. And Either one of them have would have been guys. the tallest rotation player. Yeah, and it just seems like every season he's been here since his first season, which I don't really count because he inherited Harper's mess and all of that, but... He's he doesn't have that many scholarship players. He only he gets all these players recruited, and a bunch of them leave before the season even starts, and then other ones aren't eligible either until halfway through the season or the end of the season, and you only have seven guys on your active roster. I don't think that looks really good, and that kind of brings the whole team down to what they should be. That there's a lot that we could harp on this, but we I have harped on it all season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and we will, as the season progresses, like after the season is over, we'll still be talking about it. But I look for Western to keep him again just because he's still a good a good recruiter. That's what's going to keep him here. And the hope of, oh, well, I'll get all my guys, and then we're going to make a big run. I'll have all my pieces. I think we're ready for like the fifth time. But I would, if I'm Stewart, if I'm Todd Stewart, I don't sign into another big contract or anything like that. I don't want us to have like a Stocksdale and MTSU kind of thing where he gets like a $6 million contract for so many years and then he starts to suck and we can't get out of it. I, think I don't that think be, that's the case. Yeah, I don't think that would happen. But if he signs him for a respectable like two-year contract and then go from there and see what happens, I think that that's really fair. But I wouldn't do more than four years again. That's just me. Matt, what do you think? Oh, uh, well, I've been waiting all season to talk about this stuff. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, okay, first of all, anybody that says he should be fired, um, I, I just don't I don't think he deserves that. I yeah, mean, I don't at see it. At the beginning yeah. of the year, I, I mean, especially in the middle of the year, I was really frustrated, and I was ready for him to, I mean, put up or shut up, that was my stance. But, honestly, if you look at all the comebacks um, with with no depth, I mean, there's five double-digit comebacks in conference play that we found a way to win. You got to give him some kind of credit uh, for that, and I just think this year you can't fire him no matter what, um, mm-hmm. and it's just not even on the table. Because a lot of people was, had him in Coach of the Year for discussions yeah, in conference and he, he probably should have. I mean, it was amazing what he did, and you just got to take your hat off and give it to him. However. Um, I'm tired of sitting and watching mediocrity and heartbreaking uh, basketball where you just feel like you've got a chance, but then you you have your opportunity, like against Marshall, and you completely play Marshall's game and you can't make any threes. You play Old Dominion and you get shut down and you have no energy. Um, You know, what's going to happen this year? Um, I'm just – I am frustrated with it. Um, I do – I think if he makes the tournament, then that's one of the best coaching jobs that anybody's ever done at Western. Huh? All sins are all sins are absolved if if I mean, we seriously. win this week. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm totally Agreed. on board. If he makes it, great. I love Rick Stansbury. He's God on campus. If he doesn't, then I think we go back to where I was next year. You better freaking win, and there's no freaking excuses anymore. You need to get to the tournament, or you need to go away. That's where I'm at. <laughs> so, let's I, I, I let me. I got something to just a quick add to. It's just you yeah, know, go ahead, Ross. next year I think I think it's the the end of the road regardless with with him. Just when it comes like he said, no excuses. Like you'll have Hollinsworth as a senior, Anderson as a senior. You'll have 
Carson Williams is a senior. You'll have Bassey coming back for his third year. You know, not you know because of the injury. You'll have Kenny Cooper. You'll the the basically the roster will have, and then probably Zion Harmon. Yeah, Zion Harmon probably going to come here. Like, there's just the talent and depth level. It's he's got to prove next year. Like, you know, if if we make the turn this year, the momentum's just going to be at all time high, and everybody's just going to be geeked out. But if we come up short, then you know, next year it's basically no excuses, and you know we can't we can't let him spin BS and and uh, just blame stuff like. And he's got to show he can extend the bench. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, that's the thing before Bassey got hurt, which you know he played Anderson twenty minutes a game. He just could not figure out the lineup. He played Cooper or he played Rawls like ten minutes a game. It's like. You got to figure out who your horses are, and you got to ride them. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you got to get them breaks. The, I want to say something about the six-man rotation stuff. He was doing that before Charles got hurt. It was still basically six men. It was just different combination. Like you said, he barely played Rawls. He didn't really play Josh that much, and he was really riding six guys. And then <laughs> Charles gets hurt, and instead of realizing that the at-large is gone, get some guys some experience and play seven guys. Throw in Gambrell. He's done nothing but done a good job. Um, You know, I I think Matt Horton was in the doghouse or whatever, but play a big guy every once in a while. I think Cozart's shown something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, No question. And what happened when Gambrell was in an overtime against uh, La Tech? He made a huge layup that changed the course of the game. Like, let the guy play. He knows what he's doing. He adds quickness and all that stuff. Let the man play. Um, but you have to, like, all this excuses about, well, there's no there's no talent on the bench. That's bull crap. <laughs> That's utter bull crap because look at all these other teams that have two and no star players that are playing 10 deep. There's no excuse. Play who you've got and build them up, build up their confidence. Like, Ray Harper was a terrible recruiter, but you know what he did? He built up his players and he threw them in in big moments when he needed to play his bench. There's a big difference between Stansberry and Ray Harper in terms of how they handled their players. And Ray's players were confident and ready to play, even though they were not very talented. And Ricks are scared. and they get. I wouldn't the say they're scared they now. I would say the end of the bench are, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they get in, they're going to be needed at some point. There's going to be an overtime game. There's going to be somebody's going to foul out. Somebody's going to get hurt because they've been playing 40 minutes a game the last half a year. Somebody's going to have to play. So now they're not going to be ready, and I hope I hope they step up and make something happen despite not being really ready to, to go. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and, I mean, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier in the year. I mean, uh, basically all year um, is Stans never goes to his bench. Basically, I mean, they get a they'll get a one or two minute break here or there, and you know you'll have the six guy who gets like who gets in for maybe ten minutes or whatever. But it's the same. I don't want to beat the dead horse because that's basically all we talk about. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, um, uh, apparently Doug Schultz is going to see us in Frisco. So maybe you will, Doug, and maybe you won't. Um, do 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 do. If we go the way of the Ivy League, who goes to the dance? Uh, it would have been North Texas, but <laughs> yeah, too late. 
Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so uh, Matt asks, who is a team that must win four games in four days that has a legit chance to win the whole thing? Four games, let's see. So it'd be um, teams that don't get buys. So the people are playing tonight. So you got FAU, ODU, Rice, FIU, UTSA, UAB, UTEP, and Marshall. I think, Matt, you said Marshall earlier. I totally I like agree with And I honestly like Old Dominion, even though they're losing right now. I was going to say ODU and FIU, but yeah. Yeah, and and FIU too. Yeah, those are my three that I really I could see, I could see UAB getting let's see, somewhat hot and making a run to the finals, but I don't know if they could if they really have the firepower to do four straight games. So uh do 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 uh who is the scariest team not named WKU, UNT or La Tech? Um and Ralph said FIU and UAB. I agree with that. Um, maybe I'd not say Marshall. I, I think Marshall is scary because of our history with Marshall. They always like stealing crap from us, basically. And, so they, and they've got shooters too. <laughs> and they've but, got yeah. size. They got that big old boy that created huge problems in the first game against I, Ira Bennett. Yeah, yeah, man. He was he was dominant, and I think we figured out how to play him. But still, if that guy gets gets us into foul trouble, well, guess what? There's nobody that can come off the bench to do anything. So it's just I see issues with them, and I think they've gotten way, way, way better since we played them the first time. Yeah, uh, so that's all basically all of our questions. Uh, basically a lot of statements after that. But um, <laughs> uh, so um, – I'm just going to finish up here with one little scenario. Uh, let's just say you got the coronavirus, okay? I know we've been joking about it the entire time, but uh, so what would you do for the two weeks of isolation? Uh, Matt, I'll let you go first because I've been going to Ross the whole time. That's all right, man. Um, <laughs> I forgive you. Appreciate uh, okay. it. Okay, so I'm you. Am I in my house or am I in the hospital? Uh, we'll say you're in your house, but your family can't come around. Oh man. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't think about that. Uh, <laughs> you got to be isolated so nobody can be there. Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, if it's, hey man, if it's right now, I'm just gonna sit back and watch basketball. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy, man. March Madness is the best time of the year. Um, you know, uninterrupted, awkward with no. Yeah. Hey, no crowds. I can just focus on the basketball. <laughs> Well, see, and that's kind of the bad thing, though, is I enjoy, like, watching the people in the crowd. So, you know, if they oh, yeah. bring a I'm goofy sign. It just, takes, it just <laughs> takes so much of the fun away. Uh, I think it's an absolute crap show, man. I just, uh, I hate it. <laughs> Ross, what are you doing, buddy? So, two weeks. I mean, obviously, watching basketball, I would probably clean the crap out of my house for, like, the, you know, Matt knows, and you're getting to learn this, Devin. When you have two kids around, your house is a constant flux of disaster. Yes. And, like, I think I would use that time to just make it like I was about to sell a damn place clean because there's just... They're just like, you know, every room has toys in it. There's crap that, you you know, at the end of the day, you work long day and you play with the kids and then you're just, you're beat and you just don't really have time to do it. I would, my, I would make my house immaculate if, if that was the case. Yeah, I second that, man. It is a freaking 
difficult job to keep your house clean when you got little turds running around throwing stuff and like flinging stuff over the top of the baby gate and they strip naked in the middle of the room and run around and poop everywhere. I mean, it's just like, come on. You said the kids or you? (laughs) My daughter, she's in the phase like she's trying to, we're trying to potty train her and stuff. So she's just like stripping off her clothes and running around. And uh, Sam and my daughter, man. Tonight oh, she's butt naked. I mean, whatever, man. Put your clothes on. My turn. my daughter is uh, developed this little ninja thing, where when I go to change her diaper, even if I do the little trick where you put the diaper, the new diaper under the old diaper, then pull the old diaper, she is a ninja peer. She can pee and get it all over the place before I can get the other diaper. You know, situated. Yeah, <laughs> I have been I have been peed on about five times. So, fun fact. Oh, wait, wait till you wait till you have a boy, man. It's it's even funnier because they just the distance. <laughs> dude, I swear, one day she peed like a dude. She literally, it, I had her on a little ottoman about a, about a foot and a half, two foot from me, and she peed on me. I was like, "Good God, kid, how much you got in your bladder? You got that much force behind it that you can pee on me?" Um, I guess the answer is time to potty train, buddy. At six weeks? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Man, go ahead. But I guess to answer my own question, I'd probably just go nuts. Uh, Two weeks of trying to find something. I mean, yeah, you can clean, but you can only clean so much. And if you're at your house, if you're in the hospital, it's a little different because they'll just bug the shit out of you the entire time. Um, but the uh, but if you're at home, I mean, it's a completely different story. I mean, there's only so many shows you can watch before you get bored. You know, I mean, it's I, I, I feel mean, I think it'd be it'd be a combination of things. And you know, with my job, I'd probably be working from home too, even if I was quarantined, because yeah, you gotta get that money. So true, me too. Honestly, if like since we're a small family operation, if one of us got sick and we all had to be quarantined. We'd have to shut down for two weeks and it would be miserable because like business wise, that would just, that would, that would suck. But well, that's, that's the big fear I would say. I, and I, I didn't make the conversation earlier, but like, you know, the fact that, you know, the not having fans, that's kind of funny and novel, but there's, there's, you know, legitimate businesses, small businesses that, you know, are going paycheck to paycheck to survive and you know if people all of a sudden are staying home and stuff like that it's you know it's could have some bad ramifications so let's hope it's not as it's yes completely agree with you ross um but i okay ross what you missed earlier just kind of recap it before we go is I just don't feel like the coronavirus is as bad as the media is portraying it. And yeah, I, don't, I totally agree with that. I mean, I totally agree, but just, you know, being out in the real world, seeing, like, you know, we're luckily here in Kentucky, It's we've only had seven or eight cases and, you know, something like that. But, like, in some of those areas, like Seattle, that would be scary as crap, man. And, yeah. And it would just hope that all these, these overblown measures will be enough to – just avoid it and we can all laugh in two months and just say, man, that was an overreaction. So, yes. Uh, and, and of course, yeah. Uh, thoughts and prayers to all those that are affected by the coronavirus. Um, we're not trying to make, we are trying to make light of the situation cause that's what we do, but, uh, we're not making fun of any one particular person group or anything like that. Uh, but we are thinking of you all, 
um, who have it, those who are stuck at home listening to us on their podcast, we feel sorry for you. Uh, but um, <laughs> check out the women's basketball. They'll be playing uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's sometime you can just look it up on the tower. Matt, what up. time is it, buddy? You're women, lady tops guy. Yeah, man, two o'clock. Two, two o'clock tomorrow. Plus. Matt, uh, will, Matt will be live tweeting and recapping. Maybe. I'll try to give you a recap, uh, but I've got some appointments in the middle of the day, so we'll see. But I will be trying to do everything I can. Awesome, okay. man. Men play at eight thirty, I think. Is is that what we just talked about? Eight thirty Central. Yep, on and, stadium. Uh, baseball has a series against. Sorry, let me Jim Rome this and flip through my papers. Um, baseball has a series against UAB on this weekend. Softball plays North Texas uh, next week. Men's play Austin P. So let's go beat P. Um, <laughs> And then they play Tennessee Tech next. Uh, softball plays Tennessee Tech next Wednesday. Softball is uh, so. really – I know you guys probably – the softball and baseball both have a really great start. And if, if – hopefully the coronavirus doesn't cancel that stuff out. So that's – you know, that's something to look forward to in the spring, you know, as yeah, basketball ends. Yeah, like 20 and 5. Yeah, 20 and 5, I think. Yeah, it's really so. freaking hard to win that much in softball. Um, or baseball, whatever. So it's really impressive, regardless. For of those for those that go to baseball or softball games, I don't think they'll have an issue with getting the coronavirus. But just stay six feet away from people and wash your hands, <laughs> nasty people, um, and stop buying so much toilet paper. Good God, gosh, would be like Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, but that's idiot. all. What idiot? Um, that's mm-hmm. all I've got, guys. Um, Check out all the uh, stuff the Tower X rolling out. Uh, follow their articles. Uh, Matt writes up some good stuff for Lady Tops. Support them. Um, yeah, I'll be trying to uh, live tweet or at least update on the bubble and everything. I know people are going to be trying to find out what's going on, so be sure you watch out for that for the Lady yes. Tops. So with this coronavirus scare, uh, you can follow the Tower Rack for all your information with the uh, Hilltopper stuff. Uh, we will be back next week with the podcast, God willing. Hopefully it's a celebratory podcast. Yes. My buddy, man. Or, hey, didn't we do a March Madness? If if Western makes it, can we try to swing a March Madness one on Sunday? That'd be kind of cool if we actually make the bracket. Not We don't have to do it like last year, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we, uh, we'll we'll try to. We'll see how it goes. Um, If we make the draw, that would be just amazing, man. I think we would all just, it would be the happiest podcast ever. Oh, yeah. Well, second to Mike Sanford getting fired, but yeah. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) hey, guys, uh, check us out next week. Hopefully everything will be good. And as always, go Tops. Go Go Tops. Good having you, Matt. Yeah, man. Love you. Yep. Uh, Good talking to you guys, man. It's been too long. I I miss doing this. I had to tell my wife, it's like, no, you're putting the daughter to bed so we can, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I can actually get on here. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll holler at y'all next week. See you guys. Later, guys.